Hello, I'm Bonnie Snowden, ex-corporate person and mother turned successful artist entrepreneur. It wasn't that long ago though that I lacked the confidence, vision and support network to focus on growing my dream business. Fast forward past many life curveballs, waves of self-doubt and so many lessons learned and you'll see Ignite, my thriving online coloured pencil artist community. A community that changes members' lives for the better and gives me freedom to live abundantly whilst doing what I love and spending quality time with my beloved family and dogs. All whilst creating my best artwork with coloured pencils and mentoring others to do the same. But this life wasn't always how it was for me. It used to only exist in my imagination. I've created the It's a Bonnie Old Life podcast to help increase people's confidence, share mine and my community's experience and hope through fascinating personal stories, champion the other amazing humans in my personal, professional and membership community and create another channel through which I can support others to realise their dreams. If you're a passionate coloured pencil artist or an aspiring one who's looking to create their best work and a joyful life you love, you're in the right place. Grab a cuppa and a custard cream. Let's get cracking. set <laughs> for a very sunny podcast session <laughs> I thought what can I do that's um a bit hella and I thought I'll put me I'll put these crazy sunglasses on even though it's not quite sunny no. <laughs> fabulous I won't wear them all the time but okay. anyway I thought, I thought that would amuse you oh definitely how funny there we go <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, I don't know. Oh, is um I mean I'm recording it, so we might as well just put the whole lot in without me editing anything else. Absolutely. Out. Let's just let's just rock it and um <laughs> and, and uh Bonnie and Hillary. So yeah. I'm I'm in your hands to whatever it is that you want to know, I will reveal everything. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those episodes. It's going to be definitely one of those all out. Nothing is not sayable. No. <laughs> so I guess the first thing, we haven't known each other for very long. I, I, I see you on a regular basis and we've had one sort of long conversation where we, we sort of met to see whether I was going to join your networking group. And oh, it was almost like we were lifelong friends. It's just one of we, those. We, we, we knew each other from another era. Yeah, I reckon so. I reckon so. So I, I would really, really like to know about you and what your backstory and how you have created this most fantastic networking uh, system of amazing women. Because I don't know whether you read my Instagram post last week, where you know, when I was invited to join a networking group, I was like, I can't think of anything more awful than a networking group because I'm used to the, you know, the corporate networking where you walk in and you've got your business card and it's all like a bit cringy. But yours is just on another level amazingness. Well, the thing is that, first of all, I'm very allergic to the word networking. Yeah, that that is um, that is not for me. So. Years and years and years ago, Annie and I, we did quite a lot of um, pitching and we were here and we were there and we were everywhere. And we decided, well, you know, it's getting us nowhere. So let's do that networking malarkey. So we did go to so many things because we've just celebrated our 20th um I was going to say 20 years on the planet, but I've actually been on the planet a, a few more years than 20. So it was all about, my view is it's it's all about connections and it's all about building bridges and it's all about getting down to understand people and link people and collaborate with individuals because what was really lovely on Friday when we had our little jamboree, is um, there was a, a very beautiful book that was presented to us, which was 20 Years of Sister Snog. I think if you can kind of make some sort of impact in your, in your world, in your life, 
you've done your job. And then what happens is they flower and they blossom because I know you via Lucy, who I met 15 years ago, who, you know, we we met, we dipped in, we dipped out. And and she told me about this, this wonderful woman who was really good at drawing in and colouring in and creating, you know, stuff. And the way that she described you was not in a business context, was in a human context of your skills and your talents and what you've got. And, and then you're from Ook North. And I'm, you know, I love Northerners, not saying that I love the Northern Southerners, but only marginally, because <laughs> there's something about the Northern vibe, which I've always wanted to bring into into Sister Snog because the Northern vibe says that we all look out for each other, we can have a cup of tea, we can borrow a, you know, a, a biscuit, a sugar, a this or a that. And I think that's what, when you find people who are on your beam and are kind and generous and and are doing crazy things, what you're doing is crazy and beautiful and wonderful. And I always look at your Instas and I'm like, wow, I'm in awe of your talent. But how do you make your talent into a business? Yeah. Which oh, is, is that a question? <laughs> yeah. Well, it is, it's quite a big thing because how do you make your talent into a business? You know, it's it's quite, sometimes it's quite a challenge, but you have manage to take your talent and create a business but not just a business a business that actually empowers people and makes people want to get up and you know join in yeah yeah it's amazing it is amazing it's funny I don't think that was ever kind of part I mean I I, you know I, I, I have all of these plans and everything like that but I don't think it was ever this is exactly what I want to do. I think it's just sort of evolved and emerged and it's just become this thing. And I'm like, do you know, this is, I couldn't have planned this. No, it, it you couldn't. It, it morphed. It morphed yeah. because and, it was. And quite- yeah. And I think if you did plan it, if you did say, right, I'm going to take my talent and I'm going to build, you know, I'm going to teach people to draw and I'm going to build people's self-confidence and I'm going to do it this way. And it was all very structured. It wouldn't have worked. No. I don't I don't think you I don't think you could have created what you've created because it is it's actually taken on its own momentum. And what you found is, ooh, OMG, there are lots of people who I can empower and, and also, you know, take my talent because I've I've for many, many years thought, what is my talent? And in all honesty. It's a glue gun. My talent. <laughs> it's just linked. See, now you can't say that when I'm just taking a, 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 a <laughs> sip of water. <laughs> Your talent is a glue gun. My, my talent is a glue gun because once I got my glue gun, and I've always liked flowers and I've liked shoes and I've liked creating things. And I'm very, um, I'm like this little person who's got these little funny fingers that likes to create things. And on Friday, each of the tables at the event had a shoe woohoo, which is, that came out of nowhere, which is basically a charity shop shoe that I stick flowers in and I create something and it links to the themes of my fabulous Friday lunches and and it's really funny because I didn't plan that either so just like you didn't plan what you're doing I didn't plan what I'm doing but somehow those things that that make us tingle a little bit little bit and create something beautiful I, I am into beauty in whatever way that you can create it if you can inspire people and if you can make them go, ooh, and I, what I think about what you're doing is you make people go, ooh, 
oh, how do you do that? How did you create it? Can I even learn a little bit of it? So you're teaching, empowering, and, and you've built up this wondrous community that that I'm I'm rather in awe of. <laughs> oh well well yeah it, you know they just they just kind of sort of appear and 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 they're wonderful and they're all you know share very common values and everything and, and that's what that is something that I did kind of you know aspire to and and what I wanted because I think you know being with people who have similar values is only a lovely thing to do because there's no grating there's no you know kind of you know nastiness or anything like that it's just all all lovely fluffiness <laughs> if you like um no, you know it is fluffy but it's also quite um it quite goes to the heart of what we're about because I think there's a lot of you know rubbish going on in the world and there's a lot of things that that, that we don't understand but some of the basic beautiful things which is picking up a pen or a pencil and drawing and just expressing yourself you know not not in the not not in this sort of oh you've got to do this and you've got to do that you've got a blog you've got to do this you've got if you can draw and even if you can't draw I think we can all draw something oh definitely we can definitely all draw and you do get people saying, oh, you know, I can't, I can't draw all, I can't draw anything. <laughs> I've got a quote from somebody that's like, I can't even draw a face in the steam on the mirror. You know, that's how I can't draw. But the problem is that as soon as you say, I can't, I can't do anything, then that, that's, that becomes what you can't do. You know, if you, what you focus on um, happens. So if you keep saying, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, then you can't. But actually, if you want to draw, everybody can draw you know Um, everybody there are there are tools you can use to help you there are you know techniques you can learn there are processes you can learn it doesn't all have to be about flamboyancy and you know being able to splatter paint all over the place and you know get a specific likeness of anything or, or anything like that anybody can put pencil to paper and be creative and creativity comes through in so many different ways it can be writing or you with your glue gun and your shoes and you know yes. all of yeah. But, but you know the, the shoes that you make are absolutely beautiful well it's really interesting because um we had a, a Marianne who came over from Switzerland and Bonnie came over from New York on Friday and at the end of it they were helping me you know put things away and I was like I'd like you to go home with the shoe woohoo which is a very very crazy name so for me, I've got this thing that I almost want to create kits or just around the corner from where I live is a wonderful, like a kind of little flower emporium. And I've got this thing that I want to go to them and say, imagine if a lot of people from Hove brought their charity shop shoes and then I stuck a load of Oasis in and created them for Easter Something has held me back because I haven't been brave enough to do it. But I'm thinking I'm going to go in and I'm going to say, look, here's what you could do. And, you know, they could, instead of having a a vase, just create these things. So I'm I'm on a bit of a mission, a different mission to you, because yours is more about inspiring people to draw. But mine's inspiring people to basically recycle charity shop shoes and turn them into vases amazing and we could, we could do that and and it's very simple it, it is simple I think a lot of the things that come out of business and what we're about and what I write what I really like at the moment is the fact that this crafting revolution is going, you know, whether you want to, whether you're good at, you know, egg whites and and creating meringues or whether you're creating scents or whether you're creating things and 
you know, getting your, getting your glue gun out. There's a real, real loveliness at the moment where we're all going back to another era where we're making things instead of buying things. I really like that. I do, I do, because it it, it kind of, um, you know, when your hands are busy with whatever it is that you're doing, you know, baking or, or you know, glue gun or, you know. Whatever it is, yeah. Whatever, whatever it is, when your hands are busy, your mind becomes stiller. It really does, yeah. You know, it really does. You know, there's so much there's so much brilliance that we've got in our world at the moment and there's so much absolute hideousness and awfulness and you know I think it's really really important that to have that kind of bit of creativity whether it whatever it is gardening you know whatever because as soon as we start to busy our hands and we start doing stuff everything just disappears in our heads and that's the most wonderful thing that mindful feeling where we're not constantly thinking about finances or fuel or yes. what's going on overseas or you know anything like that and if you can have you know just 5 minutes of just stillness in your head that can have a really really profound effect i think on you know your well-being so one one of the things I'm quite curious about is you growing up in 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 Yorkshire in a big house with lots of um, yes in a big family yes <laughs> you are like the Waltons as I understand or the Von Traps or the Von Traps or one of those marvelous families. But are your siblings creative? So I have four sisters and a brother. And my, so I'll start from the eldest. So my eldest sister, she sings. So very creative around her her singing. The next sister down actually joined me on on a live draw and drew a mouse and did a really good job with it. But she is a dermatologist. Um, And has worked, yeah, has worked a new right from being, I don't know, a baby (laughs) that she wanted to be like a doctor or a a nurse or something like that and um she is currently actually president of the dermatological society in the uk so she's number one she's numero uno dermatologist (laughs) yeah very 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 hard working lovely 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 lady um heart of gold just fabulous is she creative I guess in her own way she Mm. edits and writes sort of medical journals all of that type of thing so you know she yeah um my brother then there's me then there's my brother uh used to play the violin used to play, play the trombone he was head chorister at Ripon Cathedral very musical was a a world class opera singer and now he's a lay clerk in the cathedral. So he sings in the cathedral and has done for, for years. And he teaches singing, but he teaches singing in a very creative way. And he's very much about, you know, the individual. So it's not just a one size fits all. He kind of works the individual voice. So he teaches, you know, children at school and he teaches adults as well. Then there's my two younger sisters and they're twins. Um <laughs> Twins. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> My poor mum. So I was, was going to say, your mum was a bit busy. Wasn't she, was, she was six six weeks away from having the baby, and she was like, you know, this was back in seventy six, and she was like, you know, I'm I'm a bit worried that this is a very big baby, and the doctor <laughs> was like, <laughs> the doctor's like, there's two, and she was like, what? <laughs> Um, but uh, yes, I'm very different, very different people. You know, they're not identical at all, but but work very, very well together. And actually, they're doing a little bit of work now. Um, they are very creative. So my youngest sister, Heidi, is the most fantastic artist. I mean, she's very different to me. She's very painterly and, um, you know, colours and everything. Um doesn't really like to kind of push it because uh, she has a bit of overwhelm when it comes to kind of doing commissions or painting for yeah. people. So it's purely for her, you know, own joy. She's an amazing writer. 
So she's incredibly articulate with her writing. And so Gabby, who's her twin, she actually, she owns a farm shop, the most fantastic farm shop in, in Blubber Houses, about 40 minutes from me. Blubber Houses, I love Blubber Houses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so she's got, um, they've got a farm shop there, which is lovely, but she got into making um well she did she had a cake making business and then she now makes candles from essential oils oh that's very interesting yeah yeah and she and and Heidi her twin are now kind of looking at potentially doing some workshops around that kind of pushing the brand a little bit um so they're working together which is really really nice but so yeah I think we are all quite quite creative my definitely dad, the Vontra. yeah and we all you know when we were younger we used to put shows on <laughs> you know this, I love a show uh, who oh god, god. You know, honestly when it's it's like a family coming yeah. together to yeah. Yeah, we'd all sing and, you know, and we had we had these this fantastic staircase where we lived. So it went up like you could fit like 10 people across the staircase. So it went up and then it went up and then it went up, you know, like a proper big. A real Yeah. And then we had a big staircase going off with curtains across and we used that as our stage, you know, and we'd have everybody. Oh yeah, somewhere, somewhere I'll have you've to. You've got to, to dig them out seriously. Yeah. You've got to dig out the photos of the stage yeah. because, you know, what I think is really interesting is um, how you know you're in Harrogate, I'm in Hove, and before we know where we are, we're we're building a bit of a global kind of vibe and a tribe because you've got a tribe, I've got a tribe, you're part of my tribe, and. If if you're open-minded and you're willing to give a little bit, to take a little bit, you will get, you know, you know so much back from it. Because um, one thing I was going to ask, though, about your, your um, well, your drawings, headmanship, your artistry, is wh- where, where do you think it comes from? Um, so I think, so I have, I have always been, you know, quite, quite artistic at school. Uh, you know, art was my subject. I hated school. Oh my goodness. I hated it school. Wasn't, I don't know whether... What's your best play? Where, where did you go to school? So I, um, I went to school in Ripon. I went to Ripon oh, Grammar. Ripon. Yeah. Yeah. Before that I went to a, um, it was called West End in Harrogate and it was a, a, a private school in Harrogate. I was nearly expelled at the age of eight. <laughs> I mean, Do you know, you know expelled at eight. Honestly, you oh, must have been a little bit. I, I, a little spent, bit <laughs> I spent. I used to take hamsters into school, and you know, my pocket, and you know, all the way. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Always outside the head my mistress's um, office. There used to be like um, a, a board of cupboards, and you'd be like, go and stand outside, you know, Mrs. Gray's office. She'd stand there, with and the then hamster. <laughs> with the hamster. And um, we used to have to wear berets, so berets in the winter with a tassel. My tassel was always missing, and you know, Panama in the summer. You had your summer dress. And you oh, had that's very, very. Um, that's very. Um, you know paid for posh. school isn't it it's very posh p-o-s-h yeah. yeah my my panama always looked like i'd sat on it or it got been caught in the rain so it gone like a funny color and you know i was always a mess and um oh god we had these these things where it was you got a punishment and it wasn't you didn't get detention you got an order mark so it's like right you've got an order mark and then on a friday if you got an order mark, you had to stand up on the stage and tell the whole school while you why you've got an order mark. <laughs> so I spent every Friday. That is that's that's almost like a play, isn't it? Oh, God, honestly, so I used to stand there every Friday. I received my order mark from so and so for doing with your so. hamster in your pocket. Oh, God, honestly, honestly, I was so. But um, 
yeah, I, I, I was always drawing, but then I went to Rip and Grammar and I got into Rip and Grammar and you have to take the 11 plus and everything like that. And I, I'm yeah. not academic, but I am clever. If I put my mind to it, I can do anything. So I had extra lessons to get into the grammar school. And then once I got there, I just couldn't be bothered, you know. So I just kind of waltzed through school, not doing particularly well at all and being cheeky and what have you. And I left at 15. I think I'm always very chaotic. I'm a really, really chaotic person. My mind is just kind of everywhere. Um, I'm very messy, as you can see from my studio. Really messy. I'm one of those people that just kind of puts something somewhere and then it stays there for a long time. And then it kind of accumulates other stuff. <laughs> and I've trained my, my children to do the same. So the, the kitchen table becomes this dumping ground. And I think the drawing side of stuff is the other side of me, which is incredibly ordered. Yes, it is, because you have you, your your drawing is 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 minutiae. Yeah. You know, it's it's totally and utterly, you know, uber attention to detail, which is interesting that you said because I am the most disorganized, organized person on the planet. I'm totally organized in a very disorganized manner because I always know where everything is. I've got everything up here, but I I create whatever it is. But maybe that's how we that maybe that's how we roll because we know what we want to get out and we do get it out. You know, we are, you are definitely a prolific individual. I'm a prolific individual, but sometimes I don't even know how I'm going to do it, but somehow it's going to be done. And I I like things of beauty, you know, beauty for me and aesthetics. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm a, a, a Virgorian aesthetic person Virgos like things in order but I also like to see things that look nice beautiful and then hang together well and I'm also a collector I'm I'm definitely a collector of um eccentrics (laughs) if you know what you call someone who collects butterfly people that are eccentrics I'm not really quite sure if there's a phrase phrase for that but in my world and in my life because I'm going to hit 60 in in, in September no. absolutely totally and utterly and, I, and I'm like you know in terms of yes some people are very organized on their finances and their pensions and their this and their that I have collected a whole kind of beautiful set of individuals that I've dipped into who've dipped into my world and and maybe that'll be on my epitaph which is you know she was always there looking for people but I also like to and I've always done this you know I've never wanted to be an event organizer but from an early day when I grew up in Bailden I was always having parties and I can remember being inspired. Do you remember Dairy Box? You know, yes. The yes. Well, I had this Dairy Box day where I got everybody to dress up. And we were all like, you know, I don't know, 14 and 15. And I'd never in my life had a dinner party. And we didn't have a, a table. But my dad had a pasteboard table. So we got that and we got one of the sheets from the beds upstairs. And my friend, Debbie Leland, made a lasagna. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so amazing. Because because being from a Polish background, I was always looking to see what you English people ate. (laughs) 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 And I was very fascinated. (laughs) by the English people because <laughs> I never quite thought of myself as English but I guess I'm I guess I'm I would describe myself as a northern pole so I've got the up northness and um and I've got the Polishness because you know in Poland Easter Christmas you know I like celebrations as well I think we all should celebrate a little bit more whether it's just like a little thing or a big thing or you know whatever it is and and I'm really drawn to those that are individuals with with their own 
superpowers or their super talents, whatever they may be. But I actually think everybody's got a superpower or super talent, but they don't always, they don't always let it fly. Yeah, they don't I agree. Wings. Mm. I know, I agree with that. And I think a lot of it is, it's kept in because of anxiety or overwhelm yeah. or, or, you know, that, that, that kind of thing. And as soon as you can, it, well, you know, it's, it's very, very difficult to get over sort of overwhelm and anxiety. I, I know that. Um, but, you know, if you can work on it and kind of build strategies to be able to kind of help it, you know, you can you can c- come out with the most amazing things. You can. I'm constantly overwhelmed and anxious. You know, that, that's, how, <laughs> that's how I live my life. Not that anyone ever truly knows that and not that I've necessarily really shared that before, but, um, you know, my, my world is, you know, I wake up with a, with a big, but then I also get on with it because I do believe that if you're on some sort of crazy mission and I'm always, I've always got a crazy mission or a thing that is impossible. So my, my latest thing is I, I, I really want to, um, I want the sister snog story to become a Netflix original. Wouldn't that be amazing? (laughs) Because it's it's made for it because of all the characters. And I want everybody to think about who would play them. So I'm going to ask you, Bonnie, who is going to play you in the Netflix original? So who would play me? Well... I don't know. I don't know. Oh, do you know, it will be Melissa McCarthy. Excellent. Um, <laughs> all right. Do you know, I... It would be, it, it really... Would, that woman. Can we say it? It's not would be, it's going to be. Oh, God, I love her. Do you know, we watched um, Bridesmaids, uh, uh, Maisie and I, my daughter had a, had a movie night. Uh, we had a movie night because we had to go and pick my flipping son up from Nairsborough because he'd had a night out and he wanted both of us to go so she could bring his car home. And um, we had a movie night and we watched Bridesmaids and I've, I've watched it so many times, but my favourite scene is, have you watched Bridesmaids? Do you know what? I haven't, but I'm going to. Oh gosh. My, in the next two days, it's going to be, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. The, well, the best, the my favourite, favourite scene is where they've come from the, what do they call it? The bridal shower or whatever, you know, when they've... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very posh. And she's giving away these retriever puppies. <laughs> <laughs> so she's giving away these retriever... Get away, Nelly. She's giving away these retriever puppies. And this, this, the, the, the bride is going, no! Because they've had this big bust up and she's kicked like big hearts and she's... Put, kind of pulled all of the chocolate dip out of the fountain and she's like no she doesn't get a puppy she doesn't get a party favor and then she's driving home in her old sort of thing kind of going and getting all cross about it next minute melissa mccarthy comes past in this big blue estate thing <laughs> about 12 of these puppies in the car and she's like i love it already oh my god that is my favourite ever. I love it. Well, we oh. need to somehow, um, somehow be back to that scene in <laughs> doing exactly the same. Because I'm, for me, you know, we, we, I think the movie people need content. And I think that Sister Snog and all those kind of crazy individuals we could make a really, really, really good series. You know, it could be part one, part two, part three. Because I've just watched Tales from the City and it really moved me. It was really lovely. I don't know if you've watched it, but um, I don't know if it's Netflix or Amazon, but there's a woman who's 90 and she celebrates her birthday and it's all about kind of her life and everything because I'm from really old bones. You know, my parents were both hitting 90 before they, you know, floated off to another place. So although I'm going to be 60 in September, I think I've got at least another 30 years of crazy behaviour. 
And what I'm really into is, um, yes, creating um, a tribe, but I'm into collaborations because I think if you get two crazy minds together, you can create something. You can collaborate on something. I don't know. You and I are definitely going to collaborate on something. I don't know what it is at the moment. It doesn't matter right this second. But I also want to encourage people to think it's not just about what I can do. Imagine if I, one-on-one is not two. It's like, you know, four or seven or 21. And, And I think that is the beauty of hanging out with people because. My view is that eventually we will all be running our own business. You know, the day of the corporate is um, is kind of, you know, it's gone. I do, I do think that th- that things have really changed over the last two years, and you know, more and more people are wanting to work from home because you know, because why we, yeah. um, you know, and more and more people are becoming entrepreneurial and wanting to kind of start their own business and all of that type of thing, and and. You know, I think it's I think it's great. So I've got a question for you. Where is your empire heading? Well, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I'm 51, and at the moment, I'm really, really happy in my space. Yeah, like really happy in my space, and you know, I love what I do. I I work hard, you know, I do, I do work hard and I put a lot of hours in, um, I take, you know, I do take time off and I, and I relax and everything. I've got a big project that I'm just starting with Lucy. We've had one call about it. I think it's going to take about six to eight months to actually come to fruition because I'm one of those people that kind of needs to have a bit of a, a discussion about things. Yeah. You know, before it actually happens. Unravel it and think yeah. about it. And yeah, yeah. X or Y or, yeah. Yeah. So we are, that's what we're working on at the minute. And that is, so I've done uh, of the academy, which is teaching people to, to to draw like I draw. But actually, it's more about confidence and mindset and kind of, you know, getting people out of their shells, really, and, and showing them that they can do whatever they want to do. Yeah. yeah. You, they can do whatever they want to do and that to me is really really important so this next bit is more around the people who are really hungry for success hungry for success that's interesting because I do actually think if you were to ask a lot of people there is that hunger there whether they will admit it or not but you've got to almost let it be okay to say, yes, I am hungry for success. Sometimes yeah. people don't want to even go there because they don't think they're going to get there. Or make it accessible, yeah. then it's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I think also there's this stigma about being successful. Yeah, there is. There is. It's interesting because on um, on Friday, Vic Pepia, who was I was sitting with, said, "You know, there's a lot of she has created amazing success and you know rocked it." And she said, "But there are times when, and there are situations where people are actually not clapping your success; they're just not loving it." I think we need to clap success because if someone's got there. It generally has been through, you know, blood, sweat, tears, late nights, early mornings, you know, anxiety, but still keeping going. And let's encourage, you know, the next generation to say we can and we should. And success is a funny old phrase, but it's about waking up and being happy and doing that thing that you kind of love and maybe dealing with your demons and realising they're okay because everybody's got them. Well, exactly, exactly, you know. And I think the other thing about success as well is that it it shows other people that it can be done. Yeah. I mean, you are such a beautiful example of that, really, you know. I mean, you, you've, you, you know, you've created something 
down to something that is something you love, but it's it's not about drawing. It's about empowering. And, yeah. and I think that is where you've helped. Because it was interesting. Um, there was a lovely, lovely um, one of the waitresses on, on Friday was like liking the shoe woohoos. And um, she was taking, she said, do you mind if I take photos? I'm like, oh, of course not. And then I just told her how to do it. And she's like, oh, my God, they look so, I'm just like, it's really quite simple. Here is the ABC step-by-step guide. Get a glue gun, go to the cherry shop, get an old pair of shoes that look quite nice, get some fleurs off Amazon. And then, and then she was going, I'm going to do that. And I actually thought for that moment, I've kind of shared my thing with somebody. Share your thing, whatever your thing is, and then meet others who have got their own thing. And between between us and where we we know that we're in like a, a good groove where people are talking, being honest, celebrating each other. And we all need to have a little bit of, you know, bigging upness because sometimes you can wake up and feel a bit, you know, crappy doodah. You know, yeah. we all we're not all full of confidence. It might seem no. that way, but it but but we're not. No, absolutely. And you know, little things can kind of just knock you down a little bit. But you know, with the resilience and and with that confidence and the mindset and everything, you can you know sort of uh, get yourself going going again. So, are your are your um, children walking in your footsteps in any way? Um, I'm curious. So, so I've got three, three children. Um, the, the eldest two are quite similar to me in that they do have confidence. They're quite tenacious. And they can chat for England. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're good raconteurs then. That's my... My eldest, yeah, my eldest son. Oh God, God, honestly. So he is a heating engineer. So he's done his apprenticeship. He's 22. He's now a heating engineer. So he goes around people's houses and puts, you know, boilers and stuff in. And and he works with quite a lot of sort of older people. And they absolutely love him. The old ladies absolutely love him. Right. He's got his own fan club then. He's got he's got his own little Instagram. <laughs> That's oh, amazing, oh, brilliant! I've said to him, "You've got to start doing these these dances." I'm, uh, you know, not that I watched, you know, young young tradesmen dancing. No, but he on- probably does because he could just become one of those hitsters. He, he's so good, and he's so good looking, and he's just charming, and he's just he's fantastic. I, um, I, I I need to meet him immediately. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. And my daughter, so she she's the top salesperson in the company that she works for. Uh, she wants to get into a state agency. I think she's just the most beautiful thing you've ever seen in your whole life. She's really glam so messy you would not believe so she gets that from me as well she's any she just drops stuff and that's it just walks away <laughs> and then and then I'm like can you just and she goes, oh, I'm far too busy <laughs> um but yeah so she, and she's fab and then my youngest is very much like his dad so he's a bit more of a a bit more of a worrier you know he's, he's sort of quite deep he's incredibly kind mm. you know but he he is much more sort of reflective um you know and he yeah I mean I, I mean I worry about them all but I, I I worry about him because of the mental health side of stuff mm. um you know, obviously his dad when his dad was alive was was you know suffered a lot you know, but with his, we're kind of getting there. But he he is much more like his dad than the other two. The other two are very much like me. You know, so uh, yeah. But they're not. I wouldn't say they're creative. Uh, you know, Maisie sings. My daughter sings beautifully. In fact, all of them sing, and they love music. So music is something that kind of runs through there. I mean, I like music too, um, but they don't do drawing or anything like that. So I mean, right. their creative comes from 
you know, Frankie likes things very ordered. You know, the pictures of his plumbing is all like beautiful pipes. <laughs> all very his pipes and the, and the pipe of pipes. He's a <laughs> pipe man. No, but it's really interesting, isn't it, as to uh, what one creates, you know, from, you know, the, the next generation. What are they about? How are they? What do they do? You know, what foibles do they inherit and what beautiful things do they inherit do they do they all live at home or are they in or out or you know no they're all so they're all at home still you know they're all my youngest is at school but he'll be finishing his a-levels soon for me it's just amazing that they're all at home with me I I love it I absolutely love it and I know that they will leave at some point Hmm. Um, and I think this is part of kind of going back a little bit this is part of me wanting to grow my business so that it's a legacy for them so that I can provide you know to make sure that always there's always something there for them and that's really really important for me so everything that I do is for my children yeah, well, I, I guess that's kind of sometimes what we're here for, really, isn't it? To leave something behind that is beautiful, that, you know, hopefully has a few notes as attached to it. But in terms of what I'm curious to know is, you know, in, in the Harrogate, Yorkshire area, uh, do, do you hang out with other artists? Are, are there things that you go to that you do? You see, I'm not. I'm sociable, but I'm not very sociable. <laughs> so, <laughs> me too. It's kind of bizarre that I'm doing Sister Star because I am sociable, but I'm not actually super sociable. I mean, I am. So I understand what you're saying. So I do. I do. And to be honest, I've been incredibly social this last week. I've had... Um, Oh, oh, I had one of my one of my the people who's in my in my tribe, one of one of my members, her um, um, fantastic husband contacted me about three months ago and said, it's Helen's 50th birthday. We're coming to Yorkshire for the weekend. Do you think we could meet up? It would just be. Oh, the most my incredible. God, that's amazing. And I was like, well, you just come around, come and have a cup of tea, you know. So um, this was a big surprise for her. So they, they rocked up just fabulous people and they stayed for the afternoon and we had cake and we had tea and we just chatted and and it was really really nice oh it was so nice and and it was it makes me I don't know it's really strange to for somebody who's just you know oh my god I can't believe I'm meeting you and I'm like get in there and have a cup of tea come on (laughs) you know it's like and then uh, um another friend of mine on Facebook she just she she was down in I think down south somewhere and she said oh we're going on our holidays we're going to Thirst first and blah 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 I was like you're going to Thirst I said you're gonna come and see me (laughs) so they they popped in yesterday and she was like oh I I can't believe I'm meeting you I was like oh you know and it was so nice and her husband was just loved the dogs you know, Pete just absolutely loved the dog. And he's like, oh, can I meet the dogs? And I was like, well, I've got them in the other room at the minute because they're so in your face. And I really, really, really want to meet your dog. So he's cuddling the dogs and Slipper's there gazing up at him with a, with a paw on his knee. <laughs> you know, it's like, <gasps> but um, it's just really nice to, and that sort of thing. I, I love that's that. amazing. I mean, if you can grow a community, because, I mean, a lot of the, the people in your world, obviously, you don't know and you're not going to meet, but they are, you know, you are definitely empowering them with something. I mean, it's it's kind of, I think it's many things and, and, and maybe it's, it's as simple as I want to know how to draw or I want to know how to be confident or anything in between. Because I think whatever we're creating, it's beyond the, the obvious. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if you imagined that you would um, inspire and touch as many people as you are and have when you first thought, I'm going to create this thing. No, no, I don't think that was ever on the on the agenda or or any I don't think it was there. I mean, I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't quite know the impact, you know, that it that it would have. But actually, one of the biggest things about what I've done is particularly around meeting Lucy. She's a, a an amazing connector and an amazing lady. 
Um, and through meeting Lucy, my world has opened up astronomically. You know, um, meeting you, being part of your fantastic sister snog, you know, meeting people like Louise. So I've got Louise Bulldog now is, yes. is doing helping me. And, you know, I never would have met her before if I hadn't have um, if I hadn't have joined you, you know, and your group. And I just wanted you to talk about your sister snog just just for a minute before we finish, because that has made a, a big, big, big impact. I know I don't always make all of the meetings because I, I, I'm kind matter? of so big, but it's made a massive impact on my life on my business because meeting some of the people so we had the lovely Susan Payton oh yes I love her Um, oh do you know what a fantastic session all about the storytelling yeah I mean your stories are mental well you know but but what's great about it is that when somebody says this is what you should be doing you then think oh I'm doing that anyway phew thank god for that I'm doing something right it's interesting because we're all doing different things and we all the thing is we all need it's a little bit like Hogwarts in a way or St Trinian's i.e but the 60s version obviously (laughs) with George Cole in the bushes you know I actually feel that um members of sister we're all kind of um seasoned businesswomen in one shape or another or seasoned in life but everyone has got this kind of beautiful youthfulness and that's why I do sometimes think of of the tribe as St Trinian's because if you lose your youthfulness and become old nobody needs to be old when I grow up I'm going to be Iris Apfel you know isn't everybody and and she she hit 100 and was on the front cover of Vogue or wherever and she's got a great life and sharing wisdom and 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 being kind of knowing that you could maybe you know buzz someone ring someone chat to someone get someone you know more people to like what you're doing have a little comment you know let's let's be engaged with each other because the world is a funny old place at the moment. And yes, there are as many in-person events, but I actually think, because there are a couple of people that I met on Friday that I'd never met in person before, but it, it didn't matter. I still knew them. I still knew, knew them beautifully and wonderfully. You know, in-person is great. I love it. I love parties. I love get-togethers. But I think... My view is that everybody should find their tribe and join it. I'm not saying that, you know, this this is not a tribe for everyone, but there's a tribe for everyone. And there is, um, we need to be more connected, engaged, and just occasionally, you know, pick up the phone and make a little comment and say, say nice things and, rejoice in what we're all doing you know because the world needs to have community and I don't know have you heard of blue zones yes well I'm a big fan of them and I think there are eight or nine or whatever but there are not loads but blue zones and the people who live in blue zones eat well you know, do other stuff. But one of the things that they do is that they are have a sense of belonging to something. If you don't belong, if you're if you're solo, you know, I know Amy Johnson flew over to Australia, you know, in a gypsy moth, but ultimately we will thrive only if we're together. And and if you feel that you're part of something. And everybody needs to do that. You need to put something in to get something out. But whatever you put in, you'll get loads more out of it. You know, communities, you know, I remember, I I love up north, even though I haven't been there for a long time. And I like the fact that if you stand at the bus stop for three consecutive days, you've got a new best friend. It doesn't always happen down south it happens a little bit more but I've always had a northern approach to getting to know people and I 
you know, I've started to do a few little sort of funny little dances on on Insta and TikTok. But I've got budgeons. They're going to do one. The flower shop are going to do one. I'm going round. I'm going to get the whole of Hove doing little crazy dances with me over the next six months. Because it's funny. And, you know... It's why not? And I think we also need to inject fun and and a bit of um, joie and just, I don't know, I just think there's something really good about being part of a community that's on your beam where you can be who you are, not what they say you should be. I'm really into that. I think we should all be our own individual self. Absolutely. I couldn't I couldn't uh, agree more. You know, being you is just so, 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 so important. So um, we've been talking an hour. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe that. I I thought I just just like tuned in already. (laughs) Keep looking at your clock and thinking it's half past seven. (laughs) (laughs) It's. it's it's wonderful and I know we haven't sort of met in person yet but in a way for me it doesn't matter we will and I will be coming to your house and have an afternoon tea oh yeah definitely in due course I don't know when it'll be but but the thing is I know that will happen no well you're always welcome and I have a posh drive now well they're nearly you a posh, posh drive. drive all right well I'm not, good to know. <laughs> I'm not step to and spend anymore I'm I'm posh and I think I think you having this beautiful dip into your world, your life, non-prescribed, let's see where the music takes us, let's see where the conversation goes, because that's kind of what we need to, what we like to listen to, you know, beautiful rambles yes. of, um, of, of <laughs> two, two rather, you know, eccentric ladies. <laughs> brilliant i'm going to use that in the show notes <laughs> you can you can because that is exactly what this has been and i know when i first had a little sort of flirt and tete-a-tete with you i was like you know bonnie 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 belongs yeah oh that's very sweet of you well i'm i'm delighted that i'm part of your community and sister snog honestly it's made a massive massive difference and i'm just so happy that you've come and, and chatted to me this morning I've loved it. It's been the, well, it's kind of made my day. Oh, it has truly and utterly made my day. And and I hope that your, um, I've forgotten your dog's name, but I will come to it in a minute. Who's lost his toe? Oh, Vinny. Vinny, as in Vincent, as in Van Gogh, as in not Vinny from, um, (laughs) I'm like, Yes, well, actually, he was named after Vinnie Jones, but then I changed it. So oh, he was, was he there? <laughs> it's my son who named him. So he's after Vinnie Jones, but I've changed it. So his posh name is... Vincent um, is far, far more. Yeah, far more. well, he's called Seton Valley Starry Night. And um, is he all right? Is the Fine. question. <laughs> yeah, he's got... Um, we have matching socks. He has one of the pairs of socks, and that's I was... <laughs> <laughs> he's got one of the so he's just walking around with a sock on um take to his leg but it's it's doing really well actually yeah he's okay he's all right well yeah. i have got to say thank you bonnie for joining my world and let's see where the music takes us oh, oh when the music <laughs> takes me <laughs> we'll be going somewhere and we might even go to betty's Oh, yeah, well, that's a given. Uh, obviously. That Goes without given. saying, doesn't it? Goes without yeah. saying. Thank, Thank you very much. much. It has been the best start to oh, bless Wednesday I can think of. Oh, I'm, I'm very grateful to be invited. Oh, no. Well, thank you ever so much. I've got a big smile on my face now. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I've got a big smile when I talk to you, Hella. It's just wonderful. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you ever so much. Listen. <laughs> December the 2nd in your diary. Oh, Festive Friday. Right, I get it, it will be the next big, large, outrageously humongous. Um, I think the theme is Heavenly Angels, just to let you know. 
And it's a live, a live it's one. It's live. It's live. <laughs> yes. Right, I'll get that in my diary. First Friday of December, you will be there. Right. I promise. Put it in your diary. Right. I'm doing it now. Planning it already. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Bye. All right, Ellen. Yeah. <laughs> Lots Thank of you very much. No Thank problem. you very much indeed. I really appreciate being invited. Oh, well, it's just so nice to chat to you. Bye-bye. I really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of my It's a Bonnie Old Life podcast. If you did, I'd be so grateful to you for emailing me or texting a link to the show or sharing it on social media with those you know who might like it too. My mission with this podcast is all about sharing mine and my community's experience and hope by telling your fascinating personal stories, championing the other amazing humans in my personal, professional and membership community and to create another channel through which I can support you to realise your coloured pencil and life dreams. If you haven't done so yet, please help me on my mission to spread positivity and joy throughout the coloured pencil world by following me on my socials at Bonnie Snowden Academy or by getting on my list at bonniesnowdenacademy.com. And remember, I truly believe if I can live the life of my dreams doing what I love, then you can too. We just need to keep championing and supporting each other along the way in order to make it happen. Till next time.